1: Hello, Teen Creeps listeners, Kelly here. Before we get to today's show, we have to tell you about an incredible new podcast from Forever Dog called Comic Book Commentary. If you're a fan of comics and graphic novels, Comic Book Commentary was made for ya. Each week, a different comics writer walks you through one of their newest books page by page, panel by panel, sharing behind-the-scenes stories and so much more. It's like a DVD commentary track hosted by the most cutting-edge voices in comics, providing an in-depth look at how comics are made and what they mean. On recent episodes, you can hear Sina Grace talk about cementing Iceman as a queer hero within the X-Men universe, Zoe Quinn share how she turned her battle with misogynist internet trolls into comics gold, plus tons of hidden secrets behind the latest issues of Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, and Daredevil, as well as your favorite alt and independent comics. Curated by Ben Blacker, the host of the Writer's Panel and co-creator of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, comic book commentary is available wherever you find podcasts. New episodes every Wednesday. (coughs) Hey guys, before we get started with this episode, we wanted to talk to you about one of our sponsors, BetterHelp.com. We are all stressed out and unhappy. (laughs) What's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Yes, all the time. I am often um, (laughs) sitting in paralysis thinking about all the things I have to do, and then I never do them. Have you thought about talking to someone, but you're uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. Lindsay and I always talk about how everybody can benefit from therapy. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. We got big hitters like depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, and others. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Teen Creeps listeners, you get 10% off your first month with discount code TEENCREEPS. If you've been wanting to talk, get started today. Go to betterhelp.com/teencreeps. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and then you get matched with a counselor you'll love, one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com/teencreeps. Promo code: teencreeps. And now, on with the show.
0: Forever. <coughs> Dog.
1: Where your worst fears hide. This week on the podcast. Carol Ellis's Camp Fear.
2: Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And it is Camp Fear, not the movie, but the book by yeah. Carol Ellis, which is equally famous. Equally famous book. So famous.
1: Um It's okay, this is gonna be a really dumb question that maybe we should have gotten the answer to before. (laughs) What is the book related to the movie? I don't think
2: so. Can't fear movie. Does it include Robert De Niro stalking a family on vacation? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. 4.1 4.1 out of 10 on IMDb Not good Really? But it's a classic Wait I what? Wait what? Okay hold on Because that episode of The Simpsons is based off of it Shapely co-eds fall prey to
1: a giant druid Who wants to no, sacrifice no, no, them no, to the no, comics No no no
2: no no no,
1: no no. You're Cape
2: thinking of Cape fear. fear You're thinking of Cape Fear I'm thinking of Cape Fear You're thinking of Cape Fear This, this fear. is very <laughs> This is I'm not even embarrassed Because I've lost my ability To be embarrassed about things like this Because I do it so often <laughs>
1: I was picturing Robert De Niro in, like, intense prosthetics, (laughs) being like a tree person. I'm picturing
2: him (laughs) in a bikini. (laughs) Shapely co-ed. Having a very Robert (laughs) De Niro shape. (laughs) Yeah, that is is, uh, cape fear. And uh, I refuse to feel bad because it's not my fault. Here's the thing. So uh go fuck yourself, Alec. I know. Alec was being polite. He was really and he, trying to embarrass he was, he was, me. No, he wasn't he was being trying polite. To help you he honestly, was, he was trying to help no, you. No, he was trying to let you know before I knew, so that you could both. Was he trying to sh- make me look at that? Yes. Before you could, I oh, think so. Alec, I decided that. that's Alec, probably don't get not us. the case. But Alec, I've decided. Don't get between us. You don't know.
1: Alec, we have a history.
2: Can't pose fear. before, bros.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where are my hoes at? You're my hoes. Um, You're my ho. We should start calling the teen creep listeners hoes. What up, hoes? What up, hoes? New app. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what up, my creep hoes? What yeah. up, my teen hose? Teen
1: creepy hose. <laughs> teen creep hoes. Um, we'll think about that. Okay, so Camp Fear is not, I mean, from the synopsis of this movie. Yes. That sounds more interesting than what we read
2: yes in fact uh you reading the summary of that movie was a real um thrill ride <laughs> especially when you think it's fear. <laughs> i was like no <laughs> kelly linds are in two different movies <laughs> both called camp fear they made two movies called camp
1: fear camp Fear. um okay do you want me to read the back yes so we can see let's just see
2: robert de niro is a young teenager <laughs> <laughs> the past can't hurt you.
1: <laughs> That's my Robert De Niro. <laughs> stuff summer. Oh, stuff summer. Stuff summer. Uh, we just watched that video of the Australian newscasters reacting to a giant shark footage. It's very funny. You should watch it if you can. I mean, I just me searched either. stuff summer Australians <laughs> and then found it. And, and then me there either. you are. Me either. Oh that is the biggest shock I've ever seen. The past can't hurt you. It can kill you. Almost everyone at Camp Silverlake is afraid of something. Creepy crawlies, snakes swimming in the lake. But there is a much deeper, darker fear shared by some of the counselors. (laughs) Counselors. I have the British book, so it's the British spelling of counselors. Oh, I see. Counselors. Counselors. The fear that one terrible secret they share will be discovered. For seven years, they've kept it hidden ever since the summer when they were campers themselves. The summer one camper didn't make it home alive. Now someone is using their secret and their fears. Oh, their secret and their fears (laughs) to play and their capes. Oh, (laughs) their capes (laughs) to play a terrifying game of vengeance, a game that could turn deadly.
2: Well, I want to know more about Cape Fear. So Cape Fear, is it a is it a convict out to get his revenge? Uh, Is it a comedy? (laughs) (laughs) Is it a comedy? Is it like analyze this? Mm-hmm. Oh. it must be. Okay, okay wait. Have you seen Cape Fear, Lindsay? No. Okay. That's why I'm asking you about it. Both of the movies came out in 1991. <gasps> they are the same.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Cape Fear is a remake. Ah. Uh, it is? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Everybody wants to know what's Cape Fear all about today? we are got to read it on IMDb now. Okay. Attorney cheerleader, (laughs) I'm insane right now.
2: That was impressive. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
1: When attorney Sam Bowden Bowden knowingly withholds evidence that would acquit violent sex offender Max Katie of rape charges, Max spends 14 years in prison. Ooh! But after Max's release. Knowingly, well, here's the thing. Right, but so is did he, he do it? Yeah, withholds evidence that would acquit violent sex offenders. So is he? I want to know if he is a violent he, he, I think sex he offender is. because otherwise, I don't know who to trust. Exactly. So guess who plays Sam? The, the also lawyer. <laughs> lawyer. It's it's oh, Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro, Robert and, De Niro. <laughs> it's like Night no, professor, professor
2: in Cape Fear. <laughs> <laughs> he plays his own mom. Uh,
1: yeah. so then so Did it's Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte Nick is, Nolte is Sam
2: how is Nick Nolte not the villain in a movie <laughs> sorry and then <laughs> who saw this and went oh no that poor normal man <laughs> is being chased <laughs> so then uh,
1: Robert De Niro stalks and devotes his life to stalking and destroying the Bowdoin family. When practical attempts to stop Max fail, Sam realizes that he must act outside the law to protect his wife and daughter in Martin Scorsese's remake of the classic 1962 thriller. Camp Fear 1991. I think there's a porn star in it because her name is just Savannah. Sounds right. We Shapely gotta watch co-eds. this. We gotta watch this. Okay. Camp Fear, Shapely Co-Ed's
2: Giant Druid. Wait, but who is plays it the a porn? Because if it is a porn. <gasps> no, thank you. I porn is it, embarrassing. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be a porn. I uh, well, let's see. What's it rated? <laughs> well, I mean, what's your defin- your personal definition of porn? Uh, it says horror, romance, and sci fi.
1: So it doesn't say porn <laughs> as genre. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to hear the IMDB summary of
2: porn together? Okay, so you want to see? <laughs> porn is so embarrassing.
1: I tried to watch them <laughs> Okay, some sorority sisters opt for camping in the woods with a handsome professor instead of a Palm Spring instead of a Palm, a Palm Spring spring, this is spring break. <laughs> However, their orgy is interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> When but some, is it a porn? But when some druids find Doesn't them. does it say. Decide they need to sacrifice them to prevent the apocalypse at the start of the new <laughs> millennium. This is time. Okay, hold on. What is it? Okay, hold on. It has 4.1 stars. It oh, has. Same as
2: Camp Fear. Camp <laughs> Fear.
1: Okay. Uh, what? Is there? It, 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 it. Camp Fear. Camp Fear. Amazon. Rotten Tomatoes. Here we go. It just says, this is a porn. <laughs> <laughs> there are no reviews. <laughs> it's a porn. <laughs> it's rated R. What? It's rated but R. But their orgy gets interrupted. Okay, okay. I guess
2: that's what makes it not a porn. Okay, do you want to hear yet another summary of it? Yes, I do. A clueless group of
1: sorority sisters inadvertently triggers the apocalypse when they set out on a weekend camping trip in this unhinged schlock classic starring Betsy Russell and Vince Van Patten. When a group of beautiful young campers arrives at a secluded website, they mistakenly assume website? they're alone. I'm sorry, campsite. <laughs> they mistakenly assume they're alone. <laughs> and they get onto a secluded <laughs> website. They're on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> um, they mistakenly assume they're alone until a gang of menacing bikers shows up to harass and terrorize them as if that wasn't enough to ruin a relaxing weekend in the country, country? a <laughs> druid giant is soon constructing a mock stone hinge <laughs> on which to commit human sacrifices and the Loch Ness monster has abandoned his watery home and taken to terra firma to feast on human flesh let's just watch that instead of talking about this boring I book think, look, I want to <laughs> with earthquakes, lasers, the the Lombada and sexy starlet. Sexy Starlet Michelle Bauer. This weekend getaway may be the last bash for humanity. Do we need to get Oscar back here already? I think we have to. What is the Lambada? It's a dance, I think. Lombada. Oh, it's a dance from para Brazil. Brazil. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> different mixes of dances such as forro, salsa, merengue, maxixe. I don't know how to say that word, I'm sorry. And carimbo. Oh, partner dance. Arched legs.
2: Ballroom. Sounds like ballroom. Step side to side, turning and
1: swaying. Pronounced movement of the hips.
2: I'm fairly sure that I remember hearing the word lombata in dirty dancing.
1: The dance, I think you're right. And the dance has become associated with short skirts and long trousers, especially... Women wearing short skirts that swirl up when the woman spins around, typically revealing 90s style thong underwear.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 90s style thong wear? As opposed to 1930s style thong wear? Someone's like Uncle... Or just pants? Someone's like (laughs) Uncle Jeff wrote
1: this (laughs) Wikipedia entry and was like, 90s style thong underwear. Like, like Cisco. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> th-
2: th- thong to thong to thong, to thong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um wow
2: Okay well we learned a lot about Camp Fear yeah. I think we should watch it I think and I think that Is it so, so, so should thanks we so listen much to some voicemails <laughs> So much for tuning in you guys Uh huh Um. This book is uh, Thin it, The weird
1: thing is it's,
2: it's thick It's not thin
1: But it's thin the, the story is thin Why don't you s- tell us just kind of what happened. First, I have to rip up. Oh. Alex. Camp fear. Cape fear. Rude. He's going to take out another piece of paper. He's going to take another. Oh, my what God. He doing? just took out another piece of paper Alec. and did that thing where you're trying to like, if you shake out a sheet. Oh, my he, like, God. He's, he's hit his rebellious <laughs> stage. He, you know what? This it's a so terrible, terrible sixteen. Okay,
2: Alec. Good. You
1: know, you can, you can Good drive. Good work. You can drive and now you're
2: just Mr. Great. Know-it-all. Yeah. Oh, are you reading Nietzsche now? Alec, Good are you hungry? You. Do you
1: want a tangerine?
2: Do you really? <laughs> he just There we go, I just threw him a tangerine. Motion. With his mouth like, like he was gonna get a bottle. Yeah. Like a, uh, like, <laughs> oh, a like he was a fish. A hungry me. <laughs> no. No. No, no. I want tangerine. I'm thirsty for what's sake. No. <laughs> anyway. He knew how to bait me back into a yell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, Lindsay, tell Mm -hmm. us what happens in this uh, book. Okay, well, (laughs) so this girl by the name of Rachel Owens Mm -hmm. is going to work as a counselor at Camp Silver Lake. Mm -hmm. And she is there with some other counselors.
1: There are seeds in that.
2: Of which there are 50 we have oh there's so many there's so (laughs) and
1: some of them are 20 years old we have
2: two of them are like in their 20s is that tim and michelle i was worried about them when they i know i finally remembered they got introduced in the beginning but like two-thirds of the way through when they were like and tim and michelle but i was like who the fuck are tim and michelle yeah because they're the older they don't really hang out with them in charge counselors um So it's like before the kids are going to show up for camp, we've got our protagonist, Rachel Owens. We've got Jordan, who does not seem to have a last name. I don't even remember who Jordan is. Jordan's the one who likes her more than she likes him. That's right. He keeps keeps coming up to her Mm -hmm. when she's
1: looking at Paul.
2: Yes. Uh, So we've got Jordan. We have Steve Michaels, the Joker, Tall, long face, thick, sandy hair. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've got Mark James, white, blonde hair, supposedly a giant jerk, except that like Rachel has bad judgment when it comes to this. She Mm -hmm. thinks anybody who is like not nice, even under stressful circumstances, is a giant dick. Mm -hmm. Even though she's the one who's being a dick in that moment, which we can talk about. We've got Paul Sidney, the boy that she likes more, Mm -hmm. who's got, I don't see, I know he has hazel eyes. I've lost track of what his hair is. Um, we've got Linda Dolan. She's got red hair and amber colored eyes. We've got Teresa Montrose, small with short dark hair and a shy smile. <laughs> a smile. smile. We've got Stacey Brunswick, blonde hair, a complainer. Oh, but she's rich. She brings snacks. She's generous. Generous. There she's we go. Generous. Complainer, but generous. Uh Teresa is shy, as indicated by her smile. Uh, Paul is quiet and kind of broody. Oh, yeah. And then Tim and Michelle, in their 20s, head counselors in charge of the others, but they're like barely in the story. Mm -hmm. Um, It says several more older counselors would arrive sometime before camp opened. (laughs) Ah, Sometime before camp opened. And uh, when are the children arriving? Remains to be seen. Unknown. The children never arrive. It doesn't even say it here. It does. It no, vaguely it says say. when other counselors are showing also, up like, and it never mentions children. They like, It's bizarre. They also like say to each other a lot, like,
1: well, just wait till the kids get here. And I'm like, but when? But when are they, the kids never, getting here? We never find How out. How
2: long are you guys by yourself? I think that you're just at a camp for you. I think they're you. just at a camp for them. This is like rich
1: camp where there are yeah. only seven campers. Seven campers and they're all like 17. It
2: makes no sense. <laughs> they're like... At least a week goes by, Mm -hmm. and not only are the campers not there, the other counselors never show up. It's like days and days, and and there aren't any. Like, where's the camp? Who who runs the camp? Who runs the camp? Who owns? Oh, and we've also got Mr. Drummond, the Mm -hmm. tall, bald, scary, very creepy um, groundskeeper, Mm -hmm. and he is only creepy in that he is tall, quiet, and bald. (laughs) He literally doesn't do anything creepy. He doesn't do a single thing. All he does is say like, "Hey, everything all right over here? Great, bye." That's like it.
1: Yeah, and then he like kind of tries to talk to to what's the main character's name again? Rachel. Rachel. To Rachel, and she's like, uh, she's like, is so weirded out by him that she's talking super loud, (laughs) and she's like, "Ah, "What do you mean? (laughs) I just thought I'd put up some photos at the (laughs) time." Also, like
2: bizarre task
1: for her to be doing
2: she is really happy with it though she's so enjoying creating a billboard of of years past with photos of years past to be like 20 years of happy times at Camp Silver Lake I have a question yes so I'll allow it just
1: to get it out in the
2: open why don't we know Jordan's lost name who cares who cares you- I
1: don't even care. (laughs) Okay, I have a question. Yes. Just to get it out in the open. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck do you
2: think you are? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, That's a good question. That's fair. Um, I act like I think I'm someone, but like deep down, I don't think I'm anyone.
1: (laughs) Okay, so the whole thing is that like someone died at the camp.
2: Yeah. Some kid. Johnny the Kid. Johnny the Kid dies at the camp. How? He just like fell. He fell off a like steep edge. Okay. Why did he get out of his tent? Because they were telling him to get out? Stacy, specifically Steve, Mark, and Stacy told him that they heard noises. And if he went and checked to see if it was Mr. Drummond being creepy, then they would stop bullying him. And then in his checking, he fell. Yeah, he trips and, and he falls to a ravine. Not like off a cliff, but off a very steep hill. And he breaks his neck when he like hits mm. a rock or a tree that's or he it. falls over or something. And then one of the kids the next morning while looking for firewood uh, finds his body. Do we, I think uh, it's Mark. Yeah. I think that that's why Mark is afraid of heights is because he falls. And when he falls, he sees... Johnny's body.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good theory. I'm yeah, I was checking to see if they say a name. They don't say any
2: names. Um I don't even think they explained it later on. No, they don't. They don't say like, oh, and I'm the one who found no. him.
1: hey everybody this is kelly wanted to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors care.com care.com is the easy and reliable way to find and manage care for everyone in the family for caregivers care.com is a job and benefit hub offering full and part-time care employment plus access to benefits One great way to get that cash money, baby, is to use care.com. You can find a job you'll love. Whether you're having fun watching a group of kids or helping a senior with their day-to-day life, you have the chance to find work that's fulfilling to you. And it's flexible. You can get full-time, part-time, weekend, seasonal. Every family's needs are different. You can find one that matches yours. And it's a great way to earn that extra income on the side. Picking up a sitter job here and there is a great source of supplemental income, so that way you can treat yourself. Plan ahead for times when you think you'll need extra money so you can apply early. Care.com is the world's largest online destination for finding caregiver jobs, providing access to millions of jobs across more than 20 countries. A caregiver is matched to a job every three minutes. You can find jobs in all types of care. Child care, pet care, senior care, home care. And all experienced types are welcome, from weekend sitters to career caregivers. And getting started is easy. Join free to search for and apply to local jobs. Care.com is so easy to use. There were so many jobs right near my home when I put in my zip code. And if you're using care.com to find help, it's super easy to post a job and receive responses from caregivers near you. And it's really easy to find a caregiver to watch Little Noodle NLH when I need a cat sitter. So, how do we get you on board with care.com? It's free to join. Visit care.com slash teencreeps to sign up and find jobs that fit your life. That's care.com slash teencreeps to sign up and find jobs that fit your life. And now, back to the show. <coughs> So everyone has something they're afraid of, which I also thought was really funny because so they're all like sharing the thing that they're afraid of and then like to each other and then like the not killer, because it's not a killer. It's just like the scarer, Uh the person who's scaring people exposes them to that fear, basically. And it's so funny because... Uh when uh Rachel shares her fear, you can tell that the person was probably like, fuck, I, I
2: can't make this happen. Yeah.
1: She's like, I don't know, public speaking in front of hundreds of people. I, I get <laughs> stage fright.
2: It's like, I guess I have to we arrange have to put on for a, a theatrical production. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmic pinball. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that that was so and so the whole thing is that it's supposed to be that. Teresa, Linda, and Rachel weren't there. Yeah. Seven years ago. So, like, as campers, Steve, Jordan, Mark, Stacy, and Paul were all there. Mm hmm. And Paul, but like. Not Teresa? I don't know. I guess I don't think, Teresa. I don't think Teresa was there.
1: Yeah. Because remember, Teresa had like questions
2: too. Yeah, you're right. And then. And Linda wasn't even there. Linda, Linda's the one doing everything. Um, because she was Johnny's sister. And Johnny was writing to her about how he was being bullied by Steve, Mark, Stacy, and to a lesser extent, Jordan, who like wasn't instigating, but was just going along with everything. Mm-hmm. And Paul never bullied. Um, and he wishes that he'd got more involved and stood up for him. Um So she knew she had a feeling that they had something to do with him venturing out of his tent late at night and uh, has finally come back as a counselor to get her revenge. Because this was when they were like 10 and 11. Yeah. Um, Okay. So. Oh, yeah. And she just tortures them by, like you said, exposing them to their fears. So for. No, she doesn't even do it to Stacy. She f- oh, she finds yeah. out about Stacy's fear yeah. because Steve is like <laughs> being a big like goofy clown and lifts Stacy up and throws her in the water, and she freaks out because even though she can swim, she's afraid of lakes because she doesn't know what's like in them. Mm-hmm. And then when that happens, Stacy's like, "Oh yeah, well you're like really afraid of snakes." <laughs> Yep, and Steve's like, "Yeah, I'm afraid of snakes. So what?" And then Linda like logs that away too. And then they're like out hiking, and this is when Rachel. Didn't you feel like Rachel was being unreasonable when it came to Mark and Jordan? What
1: was happening? She was like
2: calling them a jerk for like no reason.
1: Oh, she was like she hated Mark because like he
2: didn't want to keep walking on the hike because he's afraid of afraid of heights. And he was getting touchy about her calling him on it. And I'm sorry, but like he's allowed to be touchy about being afraid of heights. He's like embarrassed. Yeah, he doesn't want to- Why didn't wasn't she minding her own damn business? I didn't get that. She was like I didn't get why she was doing that. (laughs) So she's so to stay away from the like height, Mark pretends that his he's like tying his shoelace. And Rachel, everybody else has gone ahead and Rachel's like. Mar- oh mark is there a knot in your shoelace yeah and he's like uh yeah she's like oh do you want me to help you i'm really good at knots that <laughs> was
1: really weird when she's like let me do it and he's like no it. i'm good
2: like, no thanks and she's like why are you being so weird about your shoelace and in my opinion she's being weird about the she's shoelace just let it go and he's like just g- go i'm fine I, I don't need your help and she's like Oh my god! What a fucking psycho! <laughs> I, I when she was like getting that worked up, I thought maybe she had a crush on him because
1: like why I was like, why doesn't she just leave him alone? Like, knew- why does she need to be up in his business about the shoe? I think
2: she just wanted every guy in there to be in love with her. She did,
1: she did because she was like, isn't it like
2: funny and crazy that like Paul and Jordan are like fighting over me? It's like so weird, and it's like I don't know if I had to say who I like more. I guess I'd say Paul, even though Jordan is like all over me. Yeah. She she's not like we are exaggerating, but there is something about Rachel that really irritated me. And it started with this where she's like, oh, my God, that Mark is like so mean. He's so mean. He's so mean because I was trying to untie his shoelace and he wouldn't let me and then she realizes that it's just that he's afraid of heights and then she's like madder at him she like makes fun of him for it yeah. kind of and, and so she she kind of makes fun of him to linda terry and stacy and then that's when linda finds out that mark's afraid of heights so that she can scare him with that later on yeah yeah And then, oh, isn't it convenient how the people that she doesn't need to scare, we have no idea what they're afraid of.
1: Well, also, so like the ways that she scares them too are so dumb and low stakes. Aside from the rattlesnake, the rattlesnake is scary because you could get bit and that's very bad. And how did she get it in there? No idea. She's like a pro snake wrangler. Yeah. This is she another incident of like villain that is very, very busy.
2: She's so busy. Setting up traps. She has to set up all these traps. She has to go and not, like, find a rattlesnake. Not some fucking um, final exam fake non-existent traps. No, these are like not real winners traps. Tra- like actual these traps. These are actual <laughs> traps.
1: And then she like... So the other... One of her least labor-intensive traps is that Stacy falls asleep in a boat and she like just kicks the boat into the lake. She just like unties the boat. And then Stacy wakes up and is like, ah, ah, and then like
2: stomps around in the boat, stomps her foot through the bottom of it. And then Rachel has to save her. Um, Because then it's filling up with water and she's stuck, which isn't even what Linda tried. No. Linda just like pushed her. She just pushed her out and was like, here, be scared. Yeah.
1: And then okay, the one with Mark was very dumb. That was
2: my favorite. That was <laughs> because... very stupid. Cause also like she didn't make him come try to help her. No. He just did. Yeah. So she like pretends she falls down a hill and gets stuck on a level and is like, haha, that'll scare. Me. Well, and then he but like what happens is he goes down to try to help her. And then he like gets stuck at a certain point and can't mm-hmm. move forward because he's so afraid of heights. He, like, can't... He physically can't yeah. make himself move.
1: It also was so a non-situation, though, because it gets resolved yeah, so quickly. she was quickly. fine. She's fine. And, he was and, never in danger.
2: And, like, someone, like, helps him out, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot you were afraid of heights. And I was just like, okay. Like, also, it's like, oh, I twisted my ankle. Wow, I'm really lucky. And then, like, um, it's fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very weird. And then... Okay so the the heights thing the snake she puts the snake in there and then she
2: and the boat oh she chops the snake to try to <laughs> warn Rachel off because Rachel seems to be like putting two and two together which she's not she's not at all not at all she doesn't know what's happening at all no um Linda goes and gets oh yeah so the rattlesnake she like throws <laughs> into Steve's uh caught, bunk, whatever, and and then Mr. Drummond comes and he like cu- chops it in half with the, a shovel mm-hmm. and then he throws it away and Linda like goes and <laughs> finds the snake. She like, digs it out of the trash. Yeah, and puts the two halves of the snake into Rachel's bunk and just throws a butcher knife in for good measure like from the kitchen at the camp
1: also okay am <laughs> to i freak her out am and I just then dreaming or did she do did she put the snake pieces in a heart shape is that was that a dream i don't i think it's weird. not i think it's not well, and i was also
2: like are they in a bag they're just loose like snake pieces so they're and just sleeping in bag. her sleeping bag okay yeah i guess that's the bag. That I'm thinking of, but also like it seems like Mr. Drummond is there like every time, Mm -hmm. and it's like, hey, what's going on? Everything okay? And they're like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or you could like share even one bit of what's going on that like something weird is happening with an adult who's on. Also on like the ground. Maybe <laughs> Also, like, the biggest, in,
1: baldest guy. <laughs> the biggest, baldest guy. Check in with the biggest, baldest guy, and also check in with the 20-year-olds. I know that they're probably off, like, humping in the woods or whatever. They're so having sex. Yeah, they're For so sure. boning. They, like, do not give a shit about these other Yeah, counselors. that's why they're
2: gone all the time. They're like, okay, well, you clear brush and, um, you make a bulletin board and, um, uh, Michelle, I need your help with something, um, in cabin six, and uh, nobody coming to find us. <laughs> I'll
1: punish you. <laughs> <You're> fired. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, so sh- so Rachel is like her task is to like. Did they even give her this task or was this was she a self-starter about
2: this bummed that this is her task Um. she wants to be outside and instead they're like make a 20 year anniversary bulletin board using Um. these photos from previous summers (laughs) (laughs) that's right so she
1: does that um wait so why is terry so touchy about her touching her bag is she yeah she like takes a sack a paper sack out from terry's cot to put the snake pieces in.
2: And then Terry's like, "What are you doing?" Oh, I think it was just like, just like why before are you you take taking my shape? something from my stuff. Yeah. Um, no, it is not in a heart. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it would be in a heart shape. <laughs> uh, Rachel right. went to her bed, pulling up T-shirt. Yeah. After breakfast, they went to work. Linda and Terry and Mark headed out to start cleaning cabins. Steve and Jordan and Paul went to check on the boats in the dock. Linda, Terry Stussy and Mark. was going um, to work in the rainy day building, just like a recreation room. Rachel would much rather have been outside, even cleaning latrines. But last night she'd been assigned to set up the bulletin board in the lodge. Don't
1: say that. You wouldn't rather be cleaning latrines than yeah, doing a this lie. bulletin board thing. Don't
2: lie. Don't lie to us. Um, third person narrator. <laughs> Uh, This was Camp Silver Lake's 20th anniversary, so they wanted Rachel to pick a bunch of photographs taken over the years and arrange them on the bulletin board. 20 years of summer fun, or something like that. (laughs) 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 What a weird thing to put in there. It's not quoting anyone. It's just 20 years of summer fun, or something like that. That's funny. (laughs) go. Michelle and Tim helped her bring out boxes of photographs from the director's office and put them on one of the tables. Then they took the Jeep down to the closest town for some supplies. Yep. Oh, yeah. Boning. Definitely. Motel boning. Yeah. Went to a motel
1: and they've been there the whole time. Yeah. This entire book. They're in their 20s. They have the right. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Mr. Drummond is there. All these fucking dumb teens. Yeah. Yeah. And not a not a camper in sight. Go bone, go bone. I for sure would. I would be like good. Full goodbye. support. I will not also be here with you. It, I mean, you got a bunch of duds. Yeah, a lot. This no is one's just great. a batch of duds. No one's good. They're like, oh my god, I can't wait till the other counselors get here. Let me. Did you see. know Nikki's coming? I love Nikki. Uh, she's the best. She's not coming until Friday oh, though. Oh My god, but these guys. Um,
1: let's bone. <laughs> I just saw the sentence. Finally, Stacy
2: slammed a handful of forks down on the counter. <laughs> um so the whole book is like Jordan trying to trying to sidle up to her, which is like cute. He's not being weird. He's just flirting. He's flirting. But she's more into Paul. He's quiet. What a dream. Has a stunning Two smile. boys fighting over you. Oh my god. That is, dream. The dream. that is it the is dream. dream. It is the dream. It is the dream. It is the, dream. <laughs> it is the teen dream. To have, like, two, two boys. boys. And also to, like, pretend like you don't, like, care. like I'm, like, barely even notice. Like, oh... <sighs> Are they interested in me? I <laughs> so stupid. I was so busy thinking about uh, the camp's mysteries that I like I couldn't even
1: <laughs> <laughs> These like non-mysteries are so stupid and boring. I
2: was so busy wondering why people are like uh, giving each other glances that I couldn't even notice the glances I was receiving. <laughs>
1: Hey, guys, wanted to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about our sponsor for this week's episode, BetterHelp.com. These teens in our books are always facing such traumatic issues. Are you feeling traumatized because your boyfriend might be a ghost? Are you having trouble unpacking the thoughts that you have about your best friend trying to steal your life? Are you a twin? Period. (laughs) Period. What's standing between you and your happiness? It might be you. Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone, but you're uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals, specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, ghost boyfriend, twin, Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included, worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option, and for Teen Creeps listeners, you get 10% off your first month with discount code Creeps. If you've been wanting to talk, get started today. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Teen Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. One that you can always change. That's BetterHelp.com slash Teen Promo code Teen Creeps. Um, I was just remembering, Um, uh, speaking of people like just being so fucking dumb about someone liking them. When I was in high school, there was this guy that liked me and I just was like, what? Like, like what like how um and he like for my birthday gave me a mixed cd oh kelly and i still i listened to it and i was like wow these are like really romantic songs period that's it i wasn't like oh he must like me like and he was literally like (laughs) i was so stupid i was like driving my car like two days ago and like remembered the songs and i was like oh my god that guy I think he was in love with me. It was like, it was, first of all, it was like, Foo's Russian, where angels fear to tread. You know that Elvis yeah, song? Yeah, yeah. That one. Um, and I would walk 500 miles. Like all these songs that were like, yeah, like, Kelly, all like I love you. <laughs>
2: like, he was in love with you. Oh my
1: God. Oh, we have to call him. I have to tell him, I
2: just now realized when I you was were in love like 26 uh this guy um who shall re- remain nameless um in his early 40s made me <gasps> a mix cd of different like like classic like all-american or uh great american songbook standards and um upon receiving it i was like oh it's on <laughs> <laughs> oh we're boning <laughs> So how'd it go? Uh, we boned. Nice. Um, so but you knew. I knew. American, But like we were, we had already made out to one of the songs, but I was like oh. a whole CD of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no,
1: that's definitely like, especially because
2: you already made out to one of them. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, yeah. Now, should someone in his early forties have been making a CD absolutely for uh, not. a 26 absolutely year old girl? Not. No, absolutely not. No. Um, did he insist on having sex without a condom? Yes, he did. Really? Why? Because mm-hmm. like his penis was too big. <laughs>
1: Uh no cuz he
2: uh sucks too wide. It was too wide. Yeah. <laughs> it was too. No condom could fit him it was and like my self esteem was low enough that I said yes uh, and that, that was fine. Been there.
3: That yeah. sucks. It
1: doesn't that suck when you like don't you're just like oh I have to like be cool and go with it. Mm-hmm. But now there's some guy that like was like you know, I just absolutely refuse to wear condoms. Here's the thing: I've done it. I've been there.
2: I've had sex unprotected. Sure, if you're in the heat of the moment, it'll yeah, happen. It's happened. No, However, he refused. But if if someone's like, "Yo, we, put on a condom," we tried, and I was like, "We need to use a condom." And then we got a condom, and it was not working out. Oh
1: no! <laughs> Why did it just fall off? Um, <laughs> it like it's like a pair of Jenko. jeans. I think,
2: I'll just <laughs> say, like, I took him out of the moment. Oh, because he was like, fuck. But then it turned out I was like some kind of side piece, and now he's married to the girl he was actually seeing. Really? Yeah. Anyway, so I have like glad a pregnancy happy. Fetish.
1: I found <laughs> out recently about. Fetish? I found out recently, and what? I don't know why I'm so dumb, that there is a fetish of guys that like w- want to impregnate. I mean, there's a fetish for everything, fetish so for I, I everything. don't know why I'm surprised either. But I feel like but that's kind of fuck, fucked up. That's super that's like psychotic. Up. Like, you want to control somebody. psychotic. Ready. You want to, like, keep them in your...
2: You want to plant your flag. Yeah. Fuck you. Ew. Ew. For sure, ugh. Yuck, yuck. Yucky. Yucky. <laughs> Here's what I say about that. Yucky. <laughs> <laughs> Yucky Yucky That's yucky <laughs> uh, Okay
1: okay okay You're
2: you Uh Uh huh
1: <laughs> You're hooking up with a guy Uh huh uh Let's say It's a first date And like just The chemistry's off the rails And even if you're not normally uh Like I'm gonna have sex On the first date type person Like You're doing it Uh huh In the heat of the mo In the heat of the mo Uh huh And then
2: he's like I'm gonna put a baby in you Oh my god <laughs> I think I would push him away from me. <laughs> Physically push him from me. That's gonna be a no from me, dog. Yeah. got <laughs> a hard pass. Okay, cool, cool. We're
1: good knowing what you're Closed for that. business. <laughs> Shuddered. <laughs> what yeah. would you do? I'd be like, yeah. Fuck yeah, daddy. <laughs> You're daddy and I'm the mommy now. Let's get married. <laughs> I'd be like, go into the chapel. And- <laughs> <laughs>
2: And he's like, no, 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 I didn't didn't be married. I didn't and I'm be like, married marry me, not married for marry me. That would be so funny. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I want to put a baby in you. And you're like, yeah, and a ring. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. <laughs> chapel, 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 chapel. Um, he's like, oh, that's not my fetish. And you're like, well, it's fucking mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a marriage <laughs> fetish. <laughs> what a weird fetish. I believe that's a fetish. There's I anything. Literally, any, you could look and at anything. And then just divorcing not too long after.
1: And then divorcing yeah. not too long yeah. after? Yeah. And then,
2: so that you can get married again. Married again. I bet all you want like is a, a serious marriage. wedding fetish. Yeah, I'm sure. You could just role play that. That'd be fun. I was about to say, you know what? that just, just like Christianity? I <laughs> like, really into getting married. Um, uh, That'd be fun. Well, if you wanted to do it like over and over again with different people. Mm, there should would be, be a community of people who have a like specifically a wedding fetish mm-hmm. so you throw yourself a wedding and you have honeymoon sex mm-hmm. but you're not actually getting married and then you just part ways. That's
1: fun. That sounds that's fun like a as hell. sandals resort. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. That's like
2: you have the craziest first date ever. Yeah, you just, and then you just say goodbye and you never see them again. Okay,
1: is this the new like, like honeymoon fire app? Is yes, our app where we do this thing where you just get to. You get to do a fake, like, wedding, like, whirlwind wedding honeymoon experience with someone. Yeah, and then there's a
2: whole cottage industry for it. What is cottage industry? It's, like, super tiny um, specialty.
1: Then, yeah, I agree. I think that people would do it. I think that's what that means. I would do I would try it. That but-
2: you know, if you're single, That's why not like like try it? Pretty innocent little fetish, yeah. Where it's like you're really turned on by honeymoon sex.
1: I think that there's like also I think there's a group of people that would
2: be like, why not? I'll I just bet try it, it exists already. How could it not? There's no way I've had that original idea. Okay, look, app for finding <laughs> that original. a person to marry for a short <laughs> time. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and type in honeymoon <laughs> fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Desperate to get married? Now there's a dating site for that, too. Fetish Fantasy Honeymoon Bondage Kit. No, I don't mean bondage. Honeymoon That's that's more specific. Luxe Fetish Honeymoon Bed Spreader Set. (laughs) Health and Personal Care. A Fetish Honeymoon Gagged Utopia's Story Archive. Well, that's like fan, like erotica, right? Honeymoon Bondage Kit... Adults only no, Caribbean I'm talking, resort. I'm talking just like straight, playing it straight honeymoon sex. I know. I'm trying, Lindsay. I can't find it. Why aren't you? You <laughs> try harder. The fetish and fantasy ball. Pipe dream products. Yeah, oh, this is all bondage. What the f? Nothing against bondage. I'm just talking awesome about awesome honeymoon different kidnap wife videos. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that
1: sounds right. Goddess honeymoon foot worship. This isn't the same thing. We're looking
2: for honeymoon fetish. Easy hot porn at easyhot.com. Well, this is very porn. Easy hot porn. Um, easy hot porn. Honeymoon sex That's wedding like dress some, fetish. This is like when you first search not this not this like I'm a Boolean string search. What is this? I mean, it, I've hit a porn site just through and through, <laughs> and it's terrifying. Uh, Porn is so embarrassing, you guys. I can't believe people watch this. Have you listened? Wedding dress fuck while husband films. Yeah. This is a sad wedding dress. Let me see. Let me see.
4: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
1: In Williamsburg,
5: Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer,
4: a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker.
2: Wait, it's like a cardigan. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> hold on. I need to see this closer. <laughs> it's like she found an old Victorian dolls dress. This is not a wedding dress.
1: This it no. really is. It is like, you it's know, when made, you get it's homemade porn, you know, when you get it's am- here's the thing of porn. I think amateur porn to me seems more seems less in my I don't know. Pro porn seems kind of weird to me.
2: Yeah, in my experience of trying to enjoy porn, I will say that amateur porn appealed to me more than yeah. profesh porn. Have you listened to
1: that new um series? Okay, first let me just finish this thought. Her dress looks like you know when you get like those baby dolls and you take off their outer clothes and they're wearing like a little white dress. Petticoat. Petticoat. She's Type wearing thing? like that. Yeah.
2: She's with like literally she's a like cardigan. A Laura Ingalls Wilder prairie dress. <laughs> Wait, Acting why isn't it showing like me more?
1: Also, their house is too messy. This is not a honeymoon.
2: Yeah, these people this are is not, not doing a honeymoon. It right. She's just wearing, and it's not even a, like pure white. It's like a cream-colored prairie dress. There's a, there's a shot in a
1: messy living room in the preview, like gif thing. Uh-huh. There's a shot where he is like laying down on the ground with an erection, and she's standing above him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's standing above him. Uh, with her legs like straddling where his crotch would be. And I'm just picturing her going into a split and like, landing
2: on his penis. <laughs> That'd be so impressive. I know. Like, it'd be so impressive. Like, her she's inner thigh also, strength. She's also like just got... <laughs> it's not so... Her hair is just like down and normal and she's wearing wire frame glasses, no. <laughs>
1: the, glasses like, the glasses are like not good the glasses not, are not good I,
2: it's not impressive no it's not
1: and there are too many <laughs> empty cans on their coffee table
2: <laughs> too many too many empty cans
1: um but have you listened to the new um it's an audible limited series and it's about um fuck who's the guy that wrote so you were publicly shamed I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, um, someone's screaming about this in their car. Okay, so you were publicly shamed by John Ronson. Um, so he just did. Uh, he he does a lot of um, uh, journalism stuff that is like kind of delves into the more. Um, like seedy kind of world, mm-hmm. um, and stuff that's like kind of like controversial, fringe news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he just did this story, um, where he, uh, this, uh, porn actress, um, uh, found out that it's 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 such a weird story. So she finds out that her, um, one of her co-stars in this, uh, uh porn that she's been booked, this video that she's been booked to work, uh, has done gay porn, and um, she, like, pulls out of the project and is like, I don't want to do like, it's a weird, th- like, it's kind of, like, judgy and weird. Uh-huh. And then she blasts this guy on Twitter and is like, just so you guys know, Why? this guy's worked in gay porn for other, uh you know, <laughs> women in the industry, don't work with him or whatever. Something, something like that. Uh-huh. What a bitch. Yeah. Then... Um, like another porn star tweets at her and is like, hey, like, don't fucking do that. Like, that's not cool. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, and then the woman who, uh, uh, the original tweeter, um, commits suicide by hanging herself at a park and her husband is claiming it's because of the bullying that, caused She's her to the one kill who herself, instigated bullying. And then it's this whole thing of like everyone in the porn community as soon as she dies they're like, "Oh no, he killed her." What? Yeah, so this this whole thing where he's Whoa. like going through Wait, the husband like, killed her? Yeah, because like their relationship oh, and now was he's weird. Using
2: yeah. this as an ex so, as a motive.
1: So it's kind of like it's not so much of a like it's just a really interesting uh, exploration of this world of like the professional porn industry and kind of like You learn more about every single one of the players kind of in there, and you kind of empathize with everybody a little bit more as you listen to it. He's really good. I really, really like him. Um, Let me see what it's called, because I did not (laughs) say what it's called. Uh,
2: Let's see. uh, John Ronson Porn Podcast. Do you think he has a best friend named John Ronson? Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson. John Ronson. John Ronson and, and John Ronson. Um uh, Johnson
1: August Ames Last days of August that's what it's called cuz her name was August um but it's just like it's so interesting like hearing just the whole that whole world it's real it's really interesting um and he's really good he's a Welsh uh, uh, journalist and um he yeah he's known for like having done a lot of projects like
2: this it's really
1: cool i recommend it
2: I I read an article I think when that book came out about. Oh, uh, so you
1: were publicly shamed?
2: Yeah, an interview with him probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very came interesting. Out in 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I, a problem now.
1: Yeah, I want to read. Uh, I want to read more of his stuff, um, because he he covers a lot of. He does a lot of nonfiction writing. Um, you know what has been going on the internet around the internet lately? And I wonder if you and I have the same idea about this. I okay, think man. we've touched on this in general, which is inspiration
2: porn. Mm hmm. I hate it. Yeah. Same. Um,
1: so there's a video right now that's like circling and it is a woman singing. I will always love you. Have you seen it? Nope. They're like, um, this woman is blind and she's never gone to school. And she lives in the Philippines, but she can sing. And then it's her singing, I will always love you.
2: And I'm like... Okay, that's called singing. I'm
1: like, none of those things preclude anybody from singing.
2: It's like, oh, good for her. Like, I'm like glad it's she, a she's, she's a good singer, singer. But like, everyone's like, wow. But she's not like Helen Keller learning how exactly. perfectly she's like, singing, perfectly I, will singing I will always love you.
1: you. It just rubbed me so the wrong way. And everyone's like, I mean, she's like poor and can <laughs> sing.
2: Like, it's very... But, like, how do you even become talented when you're impure? I'm like, most people in, in the fucking world so are so poor. And you're spring and Very annoying.
1: Uh, yeah, because I, just to I get talked that about chest. that thing
2: where it was, like,
1: the Asking guys the filming to... the...
2: the, um, giving that woman, that, like, recently mm-hmm. widowed woman money at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, who... Why are you filming this? Mm-hmm. I Like for that kind
1: of thing I'm torn right Because mm-hmm. like three quarters of me is like why are you filming it And then another part of me is like because some people Need to see there's good in the world
2: Yeah and I'm genuinely touched I think all they needed to do Was say something like Like we're with a church group And, and we come out here every Wednesday And we just like film ourselves mm-hmm. doing good acts mm-hmm. And here's one of them mm-hmm. As opposed to like Wow. Can you believe this was caught on camera? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Because somebody turned on their phone. Mm -hmm. There's also like... Don't act like it's some like crazy thing you
1: witnessed. Yeah. Also, there's like this... um, And this usually tends to be like people quote like being... I'm going to say quote nice to people with disabilities. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm
2: like, no, oh, yeah, there's a difference between I, empathy and pity. Yeah, or if you like, pity someone, I asked this uh, autistic guy to prom. Mm-hmm. Aren't I great? Yeah, or like, I remember there was this video that my. If you're gonna ask boss, him to prom. Ask him to prom. Yeah, don't then f- just film him to prom. yourself doing
1: it. And I put know. Put it on the internet. And also, like, like if you ask someone to prom, like. Are do they know that you're just going as friends? Are you like leading them on? Like
2: what? Like, are you planning on dating this person? Like, what is the it's one thing if you're like, hey, I don't have a date. Yeah. Do you want to go as my friend? Yeah, exactly. Great. And then if I'm hearing about it, I better not have originated with you. Yeah. Then you were doing it for the attention. Yeah. And you suck. Exactly. That's worse than not going with him.
1: There was this um, video that my boss made me watch back when I was an attorney, and he was like crying in his office watching it. The douchebag, yeah, the douchebag. He's like, Kelly, <laughs> you need to come in here and watch this, watch this video. <laughs> and instead of a computer screen, he had a big screen TV. Just so you know, sure. There was also like massage chairs. Well, he's in very his important.
5: <laughs> very. Oh no! So
1: like one of the client chairs was a massage chair. Oh no! <laughs> very weird. Gross. So anyway, she's
3: like, come in here and watch this video."
1: So I go in and I'm like, "Not sitting in the massage chair." I let you know I've never sat in the massage chair. Good. Um, you go, girl. Thank you. Uh, and uh, the video is this kid letting a- another kid with uh. I want to say it was CP, cerebral palsy, oh. when like throwing a wrestling match to let this kid win. And I to me, I was like, there's two things going on here. Ugh. I to me, it made me feel really wrong inside because I was like the fact that you're like, wow, look at this like person like like just letting this poor like kid it's like no have empathy
2: and compassion not pity like to me that kid is on the team he probably wants to be treated equally
1: it was like very it was very weird and i didn't i was just like i don't i don't see that as like oh i'm being empathetic it's i'm seeing like to me that kind of video has the same feel as those like dodo videos of a person like adopting a dog and i'm like but that's a person. That's not a dog. Yeah. So, like, that's yeah. a person that's like on the same level as you. That's like, it. I agree. Yeah. It. It to me, it it was like gross. Whereas, like, you know, a video about adopting a dog is like, oh, well, the dog is a dog, and you are a human. That's yeah. different.
2: The but, power dynamic. <laughs> yeah. There is a power dynamic. Whereas, like, yeah, the other way that just like throwing a match seems almost like the worst, or a form of really gross ableism.
1: Yeah, but at the like, same time, maybe it does oh, give that I'm kid joy to win. I to don't know. Meaning
2: me, me, but it's I don't
1: know. But the joy that everybody else so. is getting. Here's the thing. That's the thing. If you're going to throw the match to give this kid joy, and I don't think maybe he didn't have CP. He had I think it was something else. Um but it, it
2: if let's say I, that I don't, ma- if that made <sighs> him really happy, I'm glad. But then but why are you filming not it? I've been fucking filmed. That's it that's disgusting to me to film that and be like, look at how like because, because that defeats the fucking purpose of throwing the match. Also, who's the star in the film then? You. It's, not,
1: it's the kid that's throwing
2: the match. It's like all the movies where it's like, oh, this white person is so white great because he's not racist. It definitely is that. It's kind of like this ableist savior. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's why what it it's is. gross. That's why it's gross.
6: It's ableist, ableist savior. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Look, I hate to like complex. Break it. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, man, I like those videos. You guys are being really bitchy about it.
2: Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I, uh, this I, is my opinion. That's on my opinion. It. I feel very gross about I, that. I really like thinking that this is out in the world. And like I said, if those people were just like super upfront, like, here's why we're filming. We mm-hmm. go out Every Wednesday and we perform good acts and we film it so that we can like spread the word, like hey, perform good acts yourself, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It feels great. Mm-hmm. And then you meet people or whatever. But don't act like it happened to have been caught on camera because no, you turned on the camera. And
1: also like there was all this planning that went yes, up to turning on the exactly. camera. Exactly.
2: So, uh, so it's always, it's always context Mm -hmm. If you're giving honest context, great. Mm -hmm. But if you're making yourself the star of an inspirational story where you do something so great that makes you the savior of something, then it's gross. Then you're not doing it for the right reasons. I don't care how much it like. Then write a movie about it. Yeah. And then I can watch the story and not feel like. Gross. Like I'm being used. I feel like yeah. I'm being used. Also, it's kind of like you're just trying
1: to be the fucking town hero because you think that this person needs saving. I think yeah. that's the whole thing. It's like you think, oh, they need saving and I'm the one to save them. Yeah.
2: I, it just really... Yucky. Like everyone's complaint about Green Book, yes, right, yes. is that it's about the white dude, not the black dude, right?
1: And I'm tired of movies about white sorry. people, yeah, like
2: figuring out that they're racist. I'm like, yeah. Have you seen all those Natalie Walker no videos? No. Oh my god, they're so great. So this girl, Natalie Walker, you can find her on Twitter and walks, mm-hmm. and she's been doing this series since like 2015, 2016. Where she performs a just like a short, short clip of a movie stereotype. So the very first one is um is her playing British woman in a film who is just like, awed by her man or something <laughs> She's like, you are extraordinary oh yep <laughs> and that's it <laughs> and then she just keeps adding to it um so there's there's like boston townie um sees her ex-boyfriend back in town and tells him like he's not better than her Mm -hmm. and then the flip side is like uptight city girlfriend goes back to Boston with her boyfriend and proves to him that like she can kick it with the guys Mm -hmm. or um manic pixie dream girl Mm -hmm. or super dark tragic girl whose suicide um gives your life meaning Mm -hmm. just all these like female stereotypes um like the the cunty girlfriend mm. who is there just to get in the way of the main protagonist's relationship mm-hmm. in a rom com, they're so 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 funny, um, and one of them is her playing the wife of a white savior <laughs> in uh, a movie about racism. Nice, it's so good. So look look her up. That's She's awesome. very very funny. Yeah, Uh, Everyone in this book is white Everyone in all the books are white Everyone in all the books are white Oh, that reminds me of that Christopher Pike article that a few Mm. people sent us He is very cool He's so cool In that he just acknowledges He's like, I put a few minority characters in my books um, And it wasn't at my publisher's urging it was at mine and I felt like super proud of myself for it but then I just sort of let it drop and that's on me and I should have done better Aww, and it was like for that is how you address it that is how you apologize that is how you acknowledge it instead of like some bullshit excuses. excuse excuse mm-hmm. he wasn't making any excuses and He's I great. really respected that Christopher Pike 10 out of 10 yeah great guy it Fantastic. was a good interview and we were right about him Um, being kind of a sick kid, Mm -hmm. he had asthma and was like just taken out of the game for like three months out of the year because he was allergic to olive tree pollen, man. And I forgot what the other things we were right about. The meditation stuff. Meditation stuff. But that was kind of a given. What we didn't know is that he was in a terrible car accident at the end of the nineties. I didn't know that. And that's why he stopped writing. I did not know that. I didn't either. Man, that sucks.
1: That sucks. I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad he's okay too. Um, Okay, so I fell asleep reading this book. um, And I did not realize. (laughs) Okay, do you want to know what I thought happened at the end? Yes. That Linda, is it Linda, that's is the killer? Or the attacker? Yes, Linda. The scarer. scarer. (laughs) So the scarer is Linda. And I just thought that Linda was like, "Eh, my brother. And then everyone's
2: like, go away. And then she just went away.
1: (laughs) I didn't know that she like got
2: out a gun and like.
1: Yeah, gonna she gets them. out a
2: gun that isn't loaded and is just trying to scare everyone even more. Wait, really? Yeah. She doesn't even try and kill anybody? No, she wasn't going to kill it. She points it at him. So then what happens? She gets taken away? She gets taken out. Um, And yeah, taken away. Rachel throws, she throws a fat flashlight at her, but misses. And Laura, uh, Linda gets distracted by it. And lets the gun down. And then Mr. Drummond comes kind of out of nowhere and takes it from her. Oh, with his strong, bald hands. hmm Okay. I love a man with strong, bald hands. <laughs> alopecia. I love a man with strong alopecia hands. Mm-hmm. Just the hands. Just the hands. Just Ew, the gross. hands. Don't be gross, Kelly. <laughs> Um, that was a joke. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> we know what it is. is. I just don't want to. I had a bad dream the other night that somebody was taking clips of the show out of context and posting them on Twitter to make <gasps> me look bad. So it was like you to, to make being me like, seem like a racist, like, or like, sexist clips of using like white power. <laughs> Okay, but they were taken out of context. And yes, I dressed in blackface as a teenager, but not, that's not me in those photos. But yes, I did do I, it. I, I don't and think also, it's me in those photos. It I might did be. approve th- the inclusion of that photo on my page, but it's a mistake. And also, do you want to see me moonwalk? Because <laughs> I still can. Uh, that guy's such an idiot. What a what weird a fucking thing. idiot. What an idiot. That is so dumb. Apparently everyone in office in Virginia dressed in blackface at one point or another. Yeah, I, I'd buy that. Adds up. It adds up. Sorry, Virginia. Sorry.
1: Um. Okay, so she like screams a lot, gets the gun
2: taken away from her. Rachel just like realized oh, she finds a letter from Johnny to Linda in Linda's bag right. and realizes and somehow at that exact moment, Linda's like scaring the shit out of everyone. Did they have a weird
1: last name that people would make fun of them for? It started with an N. It,
2: was like, it wasn't nutsack. <laughs> oh yeah, it started. I forgot with an N, it was nutsack. But it wasn't really that the name itself was weird. Um it was just that they turned it into nerd, but it was nutsack.
1: It was Nutsack. <laughs> it was
2: nutsack. But that's not weird. They're like nerd nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Johnny (laughs) Nutsack little Johnny Nutsack that's that's definitely in Johnny Appleseed porn (laughs) spreading his seed all over the land oh he's got that pregnancy fetish (laughs) little baby in you America all across your rolling hills. Manifest
1: destiny. Superior pieces <laughs> from like
2: 1800s. Manifest destiny. You're manifesting my children. <laughs> Johnny in. Manifest, Manifest destiny. destiny. <laughs> the story of Johnny <laughs> uh, I feel like I could have done better work on that title But whatever You know
1: what, get it out the door That's you all we care what? about get, yeah. it,
2: get it made uh, Do the uh, Jimmy Buffett philosophy of first drafts, best draft mm-hmm.
1: What was his last name? I'm, you know what, it, it was, was, was sack. It was Nutsack <laughs> It was Buffett It was Buffett. Nutsack buffet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nutsack buffet, Johnny Danard, Danard. Oh, Danard! i they called him Johnny the nerd. To nerd because Nard. That should nuts. have been Johnny Nards. Wolfman's got Nards and, and, and Nutsack and Johnny Applenards. Uh, Johnny Apple Nards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, I'm picturing his balls as, like, apples. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yummy. Here comes Johnny Nards. <laughs> Swing low, sweet chariot. <laughs> <laughs> <Just like me.
1: laughs> Big old <laughs> Fuji-, Fuji Apples.
2: <laughs> Just then I thought I was, so I was singing the tune to Peter Cottontail, but mm-hmm. Johnny Nards. <laughs> but I... It was a song about Johnny Appleseed when I started
1: singing <laughs> No, it's Peter, Peter Cottontail. Cottontail. Johnny Applenards.
5: Johnny
2: <laughs> And that's how America has apple trees. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> picturing someone going to a Halloween party.
5: <laughs> <laughs> just just uh,
1: I <laughs> was like a sexy Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> and then be like, don't you get it? I'm Johnny Apple
2: She's like wearing very short shorts.
1: Really With short shorts. Two <laughs> apples <laughs> <sets. laughs> This is just hanging out of each hand. But like a brown sack <laughs> full of apple seeds. <laughs> oh and, and they're why do like, I have to keep explaining my costume to everybody all night a little pot on his head yeah a little pot oh my god that's such an ab workout
2: <laughs> oh boy uh, man uh, classic tale <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh well, and that's Camp Fear. That's Camp Fear. I mean, it really is. There's like there's nothing, nothing left. It's like traps happen. That is it traps? Real traps. Real traps happen, and then she just gets out a gun and is like, "My brother's was the one who died." Mm-hmm. Two that's two it. camp books that we read that were nothing, nothing, and like, oh, my sibling is died, yeah. and like, I'm here to avenge their death. Yep. To be fair, I think the stakes were a lot higher in Lights Out. Someone does die by yes. pottery wheel. Oh yeah, that's a gruesome, yeah. gruesome. And we said that's like maybe one of the most gruesome, maybe yeah. the most gruesome, maybe the. But
2: this, this is nothing. I was shocked when it ended. I was like, oh, Mrs. Ellis, Mrs. 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 She you, said you, she's ma- married bring, at the end. You bring shame to your husband. Yeah. <laughs> Your husband called. He wants his last name back. Oh, she does. She does live
1: in New York State with her husband and her son. Yep.
2: It's just boring. So boring. It wasn't really like badly written per se. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just boring. I think I was thinking about this while I read it. This is why Christopher Pike is my favorite is because he has his stories are the most character... I don't want to say character-driven because the there's a heavy plot, but the characters I care about so much more. I don't know who these people are. Me neither.
1: I like hanging Christopher out Christopher Pike's, Pike's characters. characters. I know mm. who they are. And things happen. And, and there are stakes. Happen And
2: they're really interesting. Yeah. This, I don't know who these people are. They're I don't all know like any of them are. They're just like fucking white. And teens. They're, they're just white, white teens. teens. um, And they're... <clears throat> Boring. Yeah. They're just boring. I don't know what any of their interests are. I don't actually know what they're like. They all sound the same. Yes. No one's voice is different from another's. Except for, like, I prefer Paul. Like, Jordan and Paul are the same person. I couldn't see the difference between Jordan and Paul. Jordan, Paul, Mark, and um, Steve. Mm -hmm. Who cares? They're all the same. Yeah. Same with all of the girls. Yeah. Rachel doesn't sound any different from Stacy, Linda, or Terry. No. A.K.A. Teresa. A.K.A. Teresa.
1: Um, so, yeah. That's, that's my criticism. That's Camp Fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say you could skip this one. Very skippable. Um, If you guys are reading along with us, next week we are reading Last Vampire Six, Creatures <gasps> of Forever. Speaking of. Yeah. Perfect oh timing. Oh, yeah. This
2: one, I jumped the gun. I already read it.
1: <laughs> I just checked it Dang. out on Open Library. Sorry, guys. Once I finish reading it, I'll Send it back. You, put it you, back. Can, you can check it out. <laughs> you can't have mine. It's the copy I've had since it was released. That's cool. I can't wait to see how it... Because remember I at the end of five, I was like, oh, what happens? And I you was were like, I know why I read it.
2: I can't wait. Um, I can't wait to read the other Thirst. Uh, installments. Yeah. Because yeah. neither of us have read them, right? Because they were Correct. more modern. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you want to listen to some voicemails? Yes. Let's do it. Where's the thing? It's over by you. Just kidding. It's by me and also you. <laughs> Johnny Applenarts. <laughs> mm. All right. This first one is addressed to Dan Creek.
6: Hi, Dan Creebs. I can't remember what the original ask was for voicemail stories, what are awkward love stories or just teenage humiliation in general. All of them. But and spooky. But I have spooky love stories for my awkward years, so I'm offering the latter. Yay. Uh, what might be the most telling about that time of my life is that I played the clarinet and thought of two different items of clothing were technically the same color. They matched regardless of shade, fabric, Design purpose, etc. So I'd pair a bright neon green and black wool sweater with pea soup green baggy sweatpants. <laughs> oh my gosh! Both green and <laughs> that Somehow I was flying under the radar socially. Oh my oh. gosh! Cute, but, cute, um, cute. Despite the undiagnosable color blindness, it was probably the clarinet <laughs> that caused the most trouble. In my adolescence oh, my no. clarinet case had a loose clasp so it'd fly open and send clarinet pieces flying rolling everywhere oh, no. like in a crowded hallway or on a school bus oh my clarinet so The pieces were rolling around under so the cute. and i just chased them down like some ridiculous mark's brother bit Aww. But, uh, the pinnacle performance in my mind though was this one time My brother and I decided to perform at my church's Croconeau tournament. He played the euphonium, so a lower brass instrument, and I had my clarinet, and it was the mid-2000s, so to keep it topical, we decided to perform a low brass, high woodwind duet of Simon and Garfunkel's Sound of Silence. (laughs) Oh, my God! Mostly pretended not to notice, (laughs) but I imagine that the attitude of the room was one of general longing and appreciation. (laughs) So anyway, I think the lesson
2: here is that there are many ways to humiliate yourself as a teenager outside of romance, and the
1: clarinet is responsible for a half of them. Aw, creepy. <laughs> so cute. Thank you for calling. Uh, her and her That's, brother did this. Oh my god! Silence on Woodwind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you when you said you were keeping it uh to- or relevant or b- topical or something, um, I believed you, Me too. and. Uh, Really good job. Really good. <laughs> this next really one is addressed you. to Kelly and Katie. Katie. Hey, Kelly and Katie.
0: I, I just listened to uh, your latest episode and it really resonated with me when you talked about the cycle of people being mean to each other, especially as it relates to, like a parent or a family member to someone you knew in high school. When mm. I was in middle school, there was this one girl who was like, very cool, but very mean. And, <laughs> uh, I remember this time when my friends and I were all laughing in the corner of the English room and someone laughed funny. It may have been me. I don't remember.
5: Oh, and it was probably you. It was you. you were was you. And
0: They said they were like, what was that? And oh, no. This, this cool girl was like, oh, they were probably having an orgasm. And it was the most thing anyone had ever said. Uh, and <laughs> everyone laughed at us. No. Uh, Fuck that girl. And anyway, I hated her completely. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I hated her high too. School. And um, her older sister was in the theater department with me and we did a play together and she was really cool. She introduced me to Weezer and she told me that <laughs> their mother was pretty crazy. She would do things like move all of their furniture out of their house in the middle of the night to a new apartment that she had gotten without them knowing. So Whoa. they would go to an empty house. What? Um, so... Very unwell. Um, and she would just be so mean. She, she took out all her anger on the, on the girl who was in my class. Oh, and no. So she had three kids. The older daughter, she was fine with. The young son, she was okay with. That middle daughter, she just
5: unleashed oh, all no. her craziness on. Oh. And that's why she was
0: such a heinous person to us. you never um, know. And, uh, even knowing that, when I finally ran into her as an adult again, um, uh,
2: Oh no! I messed up. I was trying Lindsay, to keep my phone awake, and then it stopped Lindsay. the message. I'm sorry. It's okay. We're gonna get there. It's again. okay. It's okay.
1: But what happens they when know. he meets her as an adult? Their mother
0: very unwell. Uh, three kids. The older daughter, she was fine with. The young son, she was okay with. That middle daughter, she just unleashed all her crazy venom on, and that's why she was such a heinous person to us. Um, and uh, even knowing that, when I finally ran into her as an adult again, um, out in the real world, with this knowledge from her sister that she was more a victim than a bully, I could not look her in the face. I <laughs> turned around and did not interact with her at all. Good uh, for you. She so had just had... Too much of a negative impact on you
5: can't, you
0: don't, you're not obligated. Very interesting. Um, your podcast is awesome. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh,
1: you guys rock. Bye. Oh, you rock. Thank you for the call. Thank you for calling. You know what? I mean, good thing you didn't go up to her because, like, what if you did and then you were just like, you know, your mom hated you?
2: Or what if she'd been mean to you again? Like Exactly. And then what are you gonna do? And then, then you're, you're gonna say your mom hated you. That. And then you <laughs> I mean, regardless of what happened, you would have to end the interaction yeah. by telling her that her mom fucking hated, hated her. her. And, and that and like you kind of a stranger. She didn't want that. Yeah. That sucks. And now you just know that you have that power forever.
1: You do. And honestly, I'm you took the high road, which I think Lindsay and I agree is the highest road, mm-hmm. which is to air your grievances on a podcast. Yes,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It would be crazy if on some of these stories, somebody is listening to them. And they're going, that was me. Oh, my God. Like the mom. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. I moved all of our furniture out of the apartment. Um. I don't think you were obligated to talk to you her. As long not. as you weren't rude to her. Oh, just don't or, interrupt. Or mean, even. Yeah. yeah.
1: You did the That's right thing. That's fine. You did the right thing. I mean, right it thing. would be hilarious if she was, like, trying to address you and you just were pretending not <laughs> that to That would be very her.
2: funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if somebody's mean to you, you're not obligated to talk to them. It's because not. of their story. Do you want to do two more since we have so... We yeah, are yeah, so yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. let's do two more. Cool. Hey, Kelly and k Um... So I was listening to voicemails in your most recent episode. By the way, and we don't know made me recover what this was
2: because these are very old. The
3: most viscerally awkward memory of being at a birthday party. Yay. So now I'm going to share that with you. <laughs> maybe it'll make me want to shrink it in floor less. So first off, I was maybe 10 or 12. I was friends with like a slightly older neighbor. I thought she was the coolest. She invited me to a birthday party. I didn't know anyone there but her, so that was fun. Oh, no. (laughs) And first, a little awkwardness appetizer, the presents. So I was a weird kid. I didn't really know what, like, normal tween girls like. Oh, no. So the other presents were, like, makeup and clothes and stuff. Mine was an action figure of the Penguin from maybe one of the (laughs) worst Batman films. It came with tiny <laughs> rocket shooting penguins. That's not <laughs> Fucking tight, dude. Actually, it was. Now you'd be very cool. Anyway, um, so later on at the party, it somehow came out that I was in martial arts classes. Oh man! And I wanted to impress these older, cooler girls. Oh my god! So I did a spin <gasps> kick, and oh. then I heard screaming. <gasps> oh my god! I took a girl's kick. earring with my foot <gasps> and yanked it out of her ear. <gasps> I don't really remember any of the rest of the party. Maybe I temporarily died. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, turns out my neighbor really was the coolest because she continued to be friends with me and hang out with me after that. Well, she thought you were going to kill anyway, her. Love your <laughs> podcast.
2: Keep it up. Oh, my okay. God. I love that. That's amazing. That's so amazing. Holy shit. What a ride. What I a could wild not ride. believe that. I did not see that coming. That's crazy.
1: (laughs) There used to be this kid at my school, at my high school, who, like, he was very strange. He used to, like, he used to be like, oh, you you think you have a nice car? Like, how how high does your speedometer go? What? And then he, like, was really into martial arts, and he'd be like, I'm going to show you a crescent kick. And he would just, like, do crescent kicks all day.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I get it. You don't, you're, like... I have this thing that yeah. I'm doing yeah. that I think is very cool. I think it's very cool. And I want other people to see that I'm doing it and think that I'm cool. Yeah. And I can't think of a way to bring it up naturally because it yeah. doesn't exist. Barring like so getting I'm into a gonna, fight. I'm just going to like shove it in there. He just like and he would do it and say crescent
1: kick at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crescent kick. <cake>. Crescent kick.
2: <laughs> it's very funny. It's very funny. This one is addressed to, oh, Lindsay and Kelly. Uh-huh. Good work. Enunciate. Good work. Google Translate. Hey
4: Lindsay. Hey or Kelly. Uh, this is Sadie. Hi Sadie. I am a huge fan of your podcast. Thank you, Sadie. Thank you, i am Sadie. About to become a patron. <gasps> <gasps> thank Patreon. you,
2: Sadie. Wow, Sadie. Thank you. Anyway, I, I hope, I hope that you still to listen and are because it's like a year later.
4: <laughs> I um I was in middle school in the bathroom peeing you know as you do
5: mm-hmm. um, i don't remember these girls
4: walked in and uh, turned the lights off <laughs> and <laughs> my instant reaction was lifting my feet off the ground because like I, yeah i, had just had to I would to do that in that summer i sat through the sleep um Honey, I Shrunk the Kids.
2: Honey, I Shrunk the mm-hmm. Audience, yeah. Where yeah. so the whatever, mice touch your feet. yeah. the floor, yeah.
4: you could... Feel, maybe it was my... I not hated like that the part. House, but whatever. <laughs> um, it was an instant reaction. And the girls in the bathroom started playing <laughs> Bloody Mary. And I <laughs> swear to God on the second one, I could feel like an imminent... Wig or br- <laughs> or like Bloody Mary's nails on me, and I panicked. And this, the first countercurs I could think of, which just so happened to be me saying <laughs> "Jesse McCartney" three times in a row. What? Um, so I guess if you're ever in that situation, <laughs> um, you can just do that and hopefully not get murdered by like a former um, evil queen. So oh my god. See, um, love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, don't play Bloody Mary. And I guess, um you know,
1: bye. <laughs> oh my God. That is <laughs> Thank so, you so funny. They <laughs> start playing Bloody Mary. And you're just hiding with your penis.
2: Uh, I would totally Jesse do that. McCartney. Jesse McCartney. Jesse, Jesse McCartney. Ah. <laughs> Wow. I love your laugh,
1: Sadie. I love your laugh too.
2: It's very contagious. Mm-hmm. Very contagious. Um, yep. Thank you so much for calling you guys. Same. I'm Thank so you. sorry. It has taken us so long to get to voicemails. I know. We just never had it, the time. We never had the time left. But now we do. Now and we so do. We're so trying to them. saying that. Um, yeah, these were from June of last year. <laughs>
5: wow. June I mean, 28 people
2: so sorry that it's taken us so long but your messages are delightful i know you might not listen anymore tragic that's a good reason to stay to listen tweet at us if we've played your voicemail and you still listen
1: um yeah yeah and uh i'm trying to find our phone number if if you want to leave a i
2: have it thank you right here uh if you would like to leave a voicemail it can be of a an Embarrassing teen story, a romantic teen story, a traumatic teen story, spooky a spooky teen story, a spooky anything, really just anything that falls under the teen or creeps umbrella or the teen creeps umbrella, uh, you can call 747 333 6995. Again, that's 747 333 6995. And thank you to everybody who has already called. Yeah, we really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Um, if you would like to help out our show, uh, you can uh, check us out on um, Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Um You get some really cool stuff and you get to help produce the show and that we really, really appreciate that.
2: Yes. Thank you so much to everybody who already donates. Um, you can check out the different perks that you get for donating. On the website. We won't go through them because we have so many times before. Absolutely. And next week, Christopher Pike, Last Vampire 6, Creatures of Forever, and... Social media. You can follow us on everything at Teen Pod. And thank you so much for listening. Keep it creepy.
4: Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.
1: Hey guys, as you know, this episode was brought to you by betterhelp.com. Are you tired of writing in your diary that's actually a ghost that's talking to you through the mirror and wants to steal your body? Well, now you can talk to real professionals. BetterHelp.com helps you figure out how to get you to your happiness. How to talk to someone, even if you're uncertain or unsure of where to start. BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors. Caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, ghost, diary, people that want to steal your body. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included, worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Teen Creeps listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code TEENCREEPS. If you've been wanting to talk to someone other than a ghost that lives in your diary and also your mirror, go to betterhelp.com slash teencreeps. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love, one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash teencreeps, promo code teencreeps.